Another man done gone from the county from another. It's Jax. What up, Dallas? Let's go. Martin Luther had a dream, but Freddy Krueger had a Ruger. X Malcolm hopped the picture, so now we back to the future. Now we back to these losers embracing death like they used to. Poking up they just but listen, son, now you leaking that future. Huh? So who's the shooter? Hum, is it your man? Or was it a fan? Or was it a stand? Huh? I would beg to differ. In hindsight, I bet you he said he was not a nigga. Plus Biggie Smalls was just minding his business, yo. Smoking an Optimo. Somebody got the drop, the homie Biggie has got to go. And they couldn't stop it, no, I wish that they could Yeah, the world needs change, but man, I wish that we would So out a long frown, a man home from a four pound His blood ripples on the floor from the wall sound His mama sitting at the wake, hoping the Lord's found Another dead, another gone now, damn George Elliott said that it's best to be what you want to be. Fucking do what you want to do. So I do what I want to do. Bet you did it to floss. Bitch, I did what I wanted. Bet you did it and lost. Bitch, I did it and won it. Shit, I'm never coming back. Listen, I just want to rap. Gee, I told you all of that. On about a dozen tracks. I don't give a fuck. I just, I just, I just want to rap. Spitting fire on this track like a fucking thundercat. Plus, this mic is bleeding roho. This shit is a no-no. Rolling in that low-low. Plus, I'm from that ball. Need a folk, folk, smoking on my logo. Ready for the world, and we so so. Sit with the flow, somebody got a vote, vote. Heard the lanes, and I swear they so so. Too much love for the fame just to go broke. You said that I had the rap game and the trope card. No, I think I got the whole world in a rope. Yo, gotta think of damn dog, you crazy. Is he the next Jay Z? My crystal ball is hazy, but I don't know. Maybe. Welcome back to the Insane Intake Podcast. I know it's been a while. We haven't had a show since. Uh, maybe it was November, I think. Uh, I don't, it's, it's been so long, I don't remember when the last Insanity Check was. Um, we've been doing a lot of shit. Let's see, it was November 10th. Oh, wow. It was over a month ago. Uh, we are back. I couldn't get out of, uh, 2019, uh, without doing the last Insanity Check of, I guess, the decade. Like, that. that's how crazy 2019 has been. This is the end of a decade, and I really didn't even give a shit. Um, joining me... <laughs> Is uh, two of my favorite people. I have Karen and Rob from the Black Eye Tips. What's going on, folks? How y'all doing? Appreciate you having us, man. Yep, glad you guys. Glad you could uh, could hop on. Um, like honestly, I I it, I was starting to see people say end of a decade. I was like, what are you guys talking about? What are you, it's not the end of a decade. What, when, and I was like, oh shit, it actually is the end of a decade here. And um, I, I guess it's one of those things of any, under Trump, like you just don't realize certain things. Like it's not a most, milestone anymore because it's like we go into the next day, decade still under Trump for a while, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't care. I, I just don't care. I don't. So. Aging in dog years, like oh my god, it's so much shit condensed in such a short period of time. Oh, this has been the longest, shortest year of all time. Like I can't believe it's the end of the year. I also can't believe. It's taking so long to get to the end of the year. It's it's been both, and and um yeah, I attribute that to uh to Trump and everything else going on. So anyway, there's been a lot that's happened uh since uh November 10th, and uh, we're gonna go through some of that stuff. Also, some of the new stuff I got here. We're gonna talk to Rod, Karen, see what they got uh what they're up to. Um, but before that, I, I do have a slight announcement to make. Um, 
One is a smaller one. Uh, I made this announcement, I think, on one of the previous shows, I think. Maybe movie trailer reviews about me going to Sundance. I did get Sundance. I, uh, I, I was going to go to Sundance, but then it hit me. Um, Sundance takes place in, like, the Utah mountains of, like, a snow resort, and it's fucking cold. And I realized I don't really want to go to the cold and be trucking around Utah, uh, the Utah mountains uh, for Sundance. So I'm doing remote coverage for Sundance. So if I get any links for any movies that are premiering at Sundance, I'm going to go check those out. I'll do the reviews. Um, I do know that I believe Joy uh, will be going to Sundance. So anything that she has that's not getting picked up by some of the bigger uh, outlets, uh, she might uh, throw on to MTR Network. So she'll definitely be there. I know there's some other people that are going to go. I don't know. I, I know there was a stipend thing for uh, they have a uh, diversity stipend. And I know a lot of people didn't get it. I know I didn't get it either, but I wasn't expecting to. Uh, but if you happen to see someone out there posting links uh, about needing funds to make it to Sundance and, and, and they're uh, a critic of color, uh, play, th- throw them some coin. Y'all. It is not cheap. Um, I was going to be able to do it because I'm, I'm lucky enough to be able to do that. But uh, it is not cheap at all. Like, um, it is very, very expensive. Like, I was going to stay, I was going to stay somewhere. It was going to cost me $800. And I was still going to be, I was going to have to Uber into, uh, or try to hopefully, and hope that it wasn't, like, the roads weren't too bad. And I was going to be able to Uber into uh, where the theaters are. Like, it is, it is probably, from what I could see, one of the more expensive. <laughs> film festivals uh and you're not staying anywhere near walking into the theater without paying like a bootload of money so um yeah if you see anybody posting links about uh wanting to get there uh the sundance feel free to donate to them uh for that i'm gonna stay in my nice warm uh home and uh <laughs> do that shit I don't believe yeah i just yeah it just hit me all of a sudden like as i got it it's one of those things where you're like I won, I won. What the fuck did I win? And I started going through that that phase of it. And I was like, yo, I got Sunday. This is great. And I started, the more and more I researched it, the more and more I looked at where it was and how it was doing, I'm like, hey, bro, I don't want to do this shit. Yeah, we got a couple of, uh, like, emails from certain uh, festivals and stuff this mm-hmm. year. And I'm like, it would be fun and stuff. But at the same time, like, I'm actually good waiting till the movies come out and watching them in the movie theater or watching them when I get a screener. Like, I am I actually like that. And um, I also think it's kind of difficult. And you can see when it when the, the denotation happens. It's kind of difficult when you get in those circles to really keep it all the way 100 about some of the films. Right. Um, like, you know, like, for example, with Queen of Slim, there was a lot of, there's like a lot of social pressure the fact that lena waits in in a lot of people's social circles so you you got to be careful you know there's a lot of hemming and hawing about the reviews you know a lot of that type of stuff so i don't know that access and that type of uh privilege is always the best thing for reviews in any way not not that it might not be a good time or whatever but just you know for what we have to do with it i don't know that it's the best yeah you know it it i'm glad you mentioned that because it is you know, sometimes you feel you feel obligated because especially if you're a critic of color who has fought to get that access. It, and if you see something that is kind of trash, you kind of have that in the back of your mind going, if I trash it as much as it should be trashed, will I ever be invited back? 
And 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 other critics don't have to worry about that, right? When already established critics who come from who have the backing of big outlets, they ain't got to worry about that kind of struggle, right? It's like ain't nobody going to deny IGN from going there or Variety or Deadline or anything like that, right? So you can you have that pressure, but if you're just running your own little site there and you somehow got into that room, like all of a sudden you get that full that full weight of somebody coming down on on you because your review was was bad. You might never get you. You have that feeling of I might never be uh, um, invited back. So you're right. There, there is a little bit of a pressure there, and you can see that sometimes. You have sometimes people not wanting to say something is is sometimes it works in the reverse too. Somebody sometimes people don't want to say something is good. I actually saw that a little bit with Star Wars. Some people were like, I enjoyed it, but I don't want to say anything because I ain't trying to have these arguments. So right. it's like you know. It, it's it's that thing, and you can't really fault people for not wanting to fight, and it shouldn't be that way, right? It shouldn't. It shouldn't, but yeah, I, I just decided, I'm like, mm, yeah, I'll stick to TIFF and, and Middleburg Film Festivals at the end of the end of the year going into the, the film, uh, the, the Oscars. I don't need to be in, in, and I don't need to be in the Utah mountains. In, in there, there's in, also in that thing they talk about where there's like a, um, <clears throat> like it happens with Sundance a lot, where it's like a boost almost because you're at a festival, everyone's watching movies, you're doing panels with creators, um, and it's almost like a euphoria. And yeah. so always with Sundance, there's something that comes out where people are like. It won Sundance Film of the Year. You know, and you're like, everybody's like, oh shit, you know, the buzz starts. And then when you see it, you're like, I mean, it was all right. Yeah, it was okay. <laughs> like, what was, what like, was that yeah, film? But, what was that film no, they were calling the Black the Black Iron Man joint? The one, oh, you know what I'm talking about. It came slight, out of Sundance. Slight. Yes. Was it Slight? Slight. Yeah, Black there you go. Yeah, there you go. And that film was all right. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, y'all were sitting around and it checked the certain boxes and it wasn't terrible. And so now it's the film of the year. And then it's like, did y'all forget that, you know, there's a bunch of other films out there that actually are film of the year material. Right. right. I saw that film. It was like, oh, yeah, it's got buzz out of Sundance. Go to see it. And you're just like, oh, okay. Right. It's a, it's a movie. Now, am I hating if I tell you that this shit ain't that good? Or... Right. <laughs> right. It's like, it's a movie, you know. So I don't know, you know. Uh, I think another one from Sundance was um, Birth of a Nation. Birth yes. of the Nation was another big one out of out of there. It's like, yeah, yeah. What you say, Karen? I say ended up flopping. Yeah. Well, yeah, that that, and also because Nate Parker was just, right. you know, he was mm-hmm. a trash. So just, you know, so yeah, I, I'm like, mm, I don't know if I'm. I think I'm good. I think I think I'm good for doing some remote coverage. My name's on the list, so if anybody wants me to send uh, send me their movie, a link to their movie to watch from home, I will clearly do that. And right from there, but uh, I don't need to be. I don't. I was like looking at boots and and, and wool socks, and I even asked, <laughs> I even asked for like a, a new a new a new winter coat for Christmas. And now I'm like, yeah, dog. I don't know if I want to do all this shit, man. I gotta. I'm seeing people go, yeah, you know, you gotta you gotta watch out for the black eyes because you could take a tumble. I'm like, this this doesn't sound fun. This doesn't. Now I will say, I will say, as a fan of the insanity uh check um obviously you know it's it's sad news that you know it's gonna be getting done less next year and then it'll be over um but as a as a friend of of you just in general I, i do think it's dope that you're uh taking care of yourself and stepping back and you know, kind of realizing some yeah. of the futility of 
of some of this shit. Not not the podcast, but like some of these fucking like online discussions right. and arguments and stuff. Yes. I, you know, uh, you we, we've been years. talking for years about just like you know, like, hey, you good? Everything straight? You know, and you know these niggas ain't ain't gonna learn shit. And you're like, right. well, it's fun. I'm like, well, as long as it's fun, cool. But yeah. you know, if you ever get tired of this shit. You, you just know you, this. you can tap out like, yeah, like it's, it's totally okay. okay. Yeah, because me and Roderick, we old, so we like, oh, this is some bullshit. And we 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 tapped out a long time ago. Oh, oh and it's one yeah. of those things where we watch you grow. Mm-hmm. And as you got older and grow, we kind of slowly seen you kind of pull back. And same thing with Brandon, pull back and pull. I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I I could tell they're getting up, they're getting up there where we are now. Right. It, like niggas got jobs and got got shit to do. Like it just I don't, right. I don't got time for this right now. So, um, and, and so that goes to the next second thing right there. So, um, with everything going on with the MTR network and everything we're doing here, and I have some really great opportunities coming up for me at work. Um, I've decided that, uh, obviously, you know, you guys saw that it took um, like over a month to get another insanity check here, and we are already gone down to like doing two, uh, two a month. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and say after 12 years, uh, 2020 will be the last year for the insanity check. So. What we're gonna do is we're gonna do uh, one uh, episode of this here and check a month uh, uh, for for each month next year, and then next December, December twenty twenty, we're gonna call a wrap for uh, consistently put out insanity checks. Like I told Rod and Karen, this I was like like if in twenty twenty one like R Kelly dies, then we do want a celebratory insanity check. Like, that's gonna happen. <laughs> like the show ain't going away like that. Like if something big like that comes up. Then we're gonna have like the emergency shows, but in terms of doing like um, a consistent show, it just it it, it it just makes more sense. Like you know, we're doing like with with Roe joining us and me and Brandon doing movie trailer reviews. Like we did, oh boy, and we still got two more spoiler reviews to come up. I, I just finished editing them today. We did probably close to about a hundred movie reviews this year. Um, yeah, and that was a lot, and th- and that's just the ones we reviewed. We saw more than that. There's some of them we didn't, like. I never did a review for Ford versus Ferrari. I never did one for the report. Like there are these things I just couldn't get to because I was just like too fucking tired. Even if I liked the movie, like I enjoyed Ford versus Ferrari. I enjoyed the report. I was just too fucking tired to do a goddamn review for them. So like and you and Brandon actually go to the screeners. I'm like yeah. I'm not going to the movie because it's always at inconvenient fucking times. Oh yeah, it's like. Who has the time to be at your screen at fucking 9 a.m. in the morning? Nobody. Awesome. Who can be there at 3 p.m. in the afternoon? I was like, nobody. So a lot of times for our reviews, we just wait till we get the visit. If we don't get the screeners, we don't review them. Yeah, no, it, it's it's funny. Like, So that's the reason why Brandon and I did, uh, well, I did TIFF, and, and then uh, Brandon and I also did Middleburg. Because them sending us movies in the year, it was getting too much because it was too many movies coming. Like, you get that flood of movies between, like, between like oh. end of October to like right after Thanksgiving, you get like a hundred movies. You get a well over a hundred movies sent to you. Yes, and you so, do. Yeah, it's, so. it's, it's like it's like every day you open up your mailbox. You're like, the fuck is this? I've never heard of yeah. this shit. And then yeah. some of them get real good with us, and you're like a whole stack from like one company. You're mm-hmm. like, why yeah. are you sending me twenty films? Yeah. Neon Neon does that, and so does A24. A twenty four this year actually did it in bulk. I mean, it did it in phases. Like these are the phases of it were first phase, phase two, and phase three of all their movies that came out in the year. So we go to the film festival, so we don't get flooded in the year. So it's like I can avoid going to some of the screeners. I can avoid having to uh, watch these movies like five in a night and things like that. 
Um, but right. it's, just, it's just so much. So between that, uh, we have some uh, – Deepon and I have plans for some things we want to do for the character corner. Um, obviously, Super Tuesday recap, we're expanding that with new things. I know uh, the Star Trek group, they're going to be doing some uh, – and I might hop on them a few times. Uh, they're going to be starting with Picard coming in January. Um, okay. So, like, there's all these other things going on in the network, and then there's still the premium stuff. Like, we fell into this rut with the premium stuff where we're only doing spoiler reviews. That's the only thing I have time for right now. And I would like to kind of right. get some more ver- variety in uh, and do some more things. Like, get back to doing some comic book clubs. Get back to doing some uh, some more scare on a regular basis. And um, we just haven't – I'm not able to do that and also do – the insanity check and then also like just live my life <laughs> you know enjoy right. enjoy life. life balance right. like right. people say that but people really don't know what that means and sometimes that means pulling back sometimes that means letting go sometimes that means readjusting your schedule right. uh because like me and roger was telling you before like we try to at least take a week off like every month every other month we just be like we're not doing these shows this week sometimes you just need time where you can because I, for me, it's like a, it's similar to you. It's like two jobs. I work my normal job, and then I do this. So I don't have to get off work and then almost yeah. 30 minutes, maybe an hour max, immediately start recording. Yeah. You know, and then I'm recording, you know, till, you know, 6 or 7 o'clock. You know, then we go eat. Then you do it all over again. And it feels good to come home and just be like, you know what? I want to play fucking video games. I don't want to do anything. I, I just, or I want to come home. I want to take a nap. I want to rest. I want to yep. go out and spend time with family members that I never. That's the thing. A lot of times the shit we do, I don't ever get to see family. That's another mm-hmm. reason why we started taking time off, Chris, because we would literally never see family yeah. because we was constantly scheduling this, 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 that family function. But dog, damn, I, I can't make it. We got this going on. Damn, I can't make it. We got this going on. Or either you say you're going to go and we're so tired, we end up missing it because we slept through it. Yeah, yeah, and and, and Karen, I, I know you do. I see me and you always always feel this because, like I said, working that full, yo working working that full time job and then also doing all the other stuff on the side. It's just like I just don't I don't got time for that. It's like you know, um, my job takes care of me, but it's still a far far drive for me. So the during the holidays, especially last week, I, I was having to work late to do certain things and I get to flex my time. So it's not like they're overworking me and I don't get that average back. No, I'm like, I'm leaving like half a day on, on, on Christmas and not even using my PTO. Like, I mean on Christmas Eve, cause you know, I can, I can do that. Like I've actually, I think I'm probably take Christmas Eve off <laughs> and not use my PTO. Cause I work that much already. Right. Um, uh-huh. but like last week, you know, I'm going to leave work at like four or five o'clock because I had meetings, you know, at, at, at a client site and I'm sitting in traffic for two hours because it's holiday traffic. And so everything's already backed up as it is. And then you get home right. and you have to schedule recordings and or watch something or something like that. And I'm just like, yo, this is going to be too much. And then so that's not going to change, right? Because I'm still going to have to do these shows. I'm still going to be doing movies and, and going to screeners, things like that. But the one thing I've, I've been noticing falling off is like I'm not able to keep up on all the other topics that are going on. So, And that's what the Insanity Chick is, right? The Insanity Chick has always wow. been this topical show. And the way I see this, man, there are other people, y'all, other shows out there that are, are just able to keep up with, with what's happening in the world. Wait, I become that dude now who's like, wait, what happened? Wait, you don't get old. Yo, that, that, that's the thing. Yo, when you certain yeah. age, you be like, the fuck? Who, who, little who? Who is this? Literally, How many babies? The baby who? Literally, I, I came in like the next day and was like, wait, Trump was impeached? That happened? We did that? They voted for that already? I was like, right. when that, I was like, when that happened? I became that dude going like, 
yo, I had no idea they had already done that. Like, we've had how many Democratic <laughs> debates? Oh, shit, really? You know, like, I didn't even, I didn't even realize that. You know, it's, it's just I don't have time to keep up on all these other things going on. And so I'm like, for a topical show, nah, let other people who, you know, are also as good at it and keeping up on these topics do it. And I'll be able to focus more on, you know, the other shows we have, like the Character Corner, uh, Movie Trailer Review, Super Tuesday Recap, and getting things like that and still br- still delivering content, right? So we're not going away. The MTR Network's not going away anytime soon. Um, but I just think it'll be better for me to kind of do that. Uh, but I, I definitely wanted to, because, I mean, we started, I started the Insanity Check, whew. 2008 so it'll be it'll be it'll be it'll be 12 years 2009 i think a year maybe a year after you did it yeah yeah so it'll be 12 years by the end of the next year i'm like you know what 12 years is a good run 12 years is Mm -hmm. a good run especially when i'm not going anywhere you're still going to hear these opinions you're going to get me talking (laughs) about some shit so going to be around so it's like "Mm, all right let's let's, let's go ahead and do it that way but yeah it's just a decision i I was sitting around thinking about the last month as i was getting more stuff and as i was having my discussions at work about you know where I want to go with my future at work and things like that and the opportunities I can get like it's do I keep do I turn down some really good opportunities for me career wise you know for for the podcast and I'm sorry love y'all to death but the answer to that was obviously no so um and you and I want to get a nine percent raise on the podcast this year I didn't you know I didn't actually get a nine percent raise on the podcast you know they uh. Yeah, you know, rowing them is rowing, rowing them. They they kind of send you with that shit. So, but um, <laughs> you said what? I said they vetoed it. They voted. Yeah, it was they, like no, they vetoed, they vetoed it. You know, I was trying to do like that. Uh, the that we work uh CEO and get like that nine billion dollar. <laughs> you know, try to get myself a golden parachute as I leave out. So, uh, yeah, but you know, for some reason they weren't they weren't down for that. So, um, but yeah, I think my 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 biggest thing, and I and I was doing this yesterday. I. It's something I haven't done in a long time. I wrote like some goals for myself for like 2020. Things I wanted to do, like outside of the podcast, outside of work, just things I want to do. It's like, and one of them was like, go on an actual vacation. You haven't had one of those in like two years. So it's like, yeah. So um, some of you also know we're not doing um, Brandon, and I, Brandon for obvious reasons, but I'm not doing uh, San Diego Comic Con next year either. We're obviously not doing New York Comic Con. So we're going to have coverage. Uh, Shanna's going. Rose going to be uh, taking our uh, the spot, stepping in as one of the press slots for us. Um, we'll uh, we're going to see. We might have one more person go out there as well. But um, yeah, so stuff is stuff is changing, but it's also going to stay the same. You're going to hear a lot of the same voices. Uh, you're still going to hear my voice and, and Deep Palm's voice because you know obviously I dragged Deep Palm into. Well, he dragged himself into the Watchmen podcast. Like he got upset when he wasn't on the first one. So. Um, and then we're doing things like the expanse. Yeah. yeah, he gets in there, then be like, Chris trapped me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. That was that was all him. All him. Got got really upset that he wasn't on the first one. So um yeah, but we'll be, be we'll be able to expand and doing more T V show reviews and things like that. I mean with I mean obviously next year I think next year, yeah, next year starts some of the Marvel uh T V shows on Disney Plus. So I know we're gonna want to talk about some of those things. So this allows me to have the opportunity to kind of expand with some of the things. We're getting so much content. Like we get, we get, uh, I can get, sometimes I can get uh, Netflix um, screeners. I can get Amazon screeners. Like I actually, here's how busy my life is. I actually, Ro told me she had gotten uh, access to the, the, the Witcher early on Netflix and told me I should do the same. I was like, 
no, I'm good. I want to see it, but I'm just too busy to watch it. Like, that's how busy my life has become when I'm turning down Netflix screeners. You know, it's like, no, I'm good. I, I'll, I'll see it when it comes. I'll, I'll watch it over Christmas. You know, I'm good. I'll watch it when I'm off, yo. I ain't got to stress and worry about it. So, um, but yeah, so, but I, def- I definitely didn't want to leave without giving the fans, like, the uh, last 12 episodes. So, we'll, we'll, we'll go on the journey. I have I already have some, uh, my mind in play for some of the guests that are going to be on. Uh, you guys are gonna love it, so um, yeah. So stay tuned for that. But um, as a fan, I'm looking forward to it, man. Like I said, as a friend, definitely understand. You know, stepping back a bit because mm-hmm. I think all of us work so hard. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Right. It's like sometimes it's like people don't understand when when the when even the things you enjoy become work, then where do you escape? Yeah, you got to. Like uh, the people, my, people at my job don't understand. They know I, I review movies. They don't understand why. Whenever they have movie discussion, I never, I never really jump in on them. And I was like, right. because I do that all the time. I'm y'all got it. <laughs> y'all don't need me. Y'all don't need me to discuss films. Y'all, I don't want to do that with you guys. I just want to y'all talk about it. I'm gonna sit here and mind my business and just silently say that you're wrong about all the stuff. So like, that's <laughs> I'd rather do that. You know. Yeah. <laughs> I want to silently judge you guys and not have to worry about getting into office arguments. Like I'm, I'm good. I'm fine. So, all right. Um, so let's let's jump into some of these stories I got because I got I got some stuff that uh, some of it was out of date, but we're gonna talk about it anyway because fuck it. Um, you know, whatever. We're gonna you, you, you just just deal with it. So, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, something that. I I almost moved up doing this show when it when it happened because I had talked about it on Facebook, um, and it was all the all the people that are upset at Michael Vick getting named a, a Pro Bowl cap Pro Bowl captain um, for next year's Pro Bowl. That I just want to remind everybody: nobody really watches. Mm-mm, nobody. I just just had to remind people: like it it's nothing makes you realize. Just how ridiculous people's positions are on things like criminal reform, justice reform, like Michael fucking Vick. It is such an easy way to find out what people really feel about that shit. Because, oh, yeah, forgiveness. We should be having criminal justice reform. All right, cool. So you forgive Mike Vick? No, fuck him. He should be strung up and killed. Excuse me? Right. Excuse me? Um, Yeah. So many people, they, they put a uh, petition out, uh, I think it had like a half a million signatures at some point, of people who wanted, uh, who didn't want Michael Vick to be honored by the NFL by being a Pro Bowl captain for uh, the Pro Bowl next year. And um, yeah, I, I had a lot of people had opinions on that on my, on my Facebook page um, and were very upset about it. And, and a lot of them were white and told me that, uh, they, it's not about race. Um, they feel like, you know, you know, all life matters and that, you know, uh, that anybody who kills any kind of innocent life, man or, or, or dog, uh, they equally, uh, hate them. And I, they didn't see the irony of saying that they view human life as equal to dog life. Mm-hmm. Just, you don't even see the problem with that. Yeah, man, I've talked about this on the show yesterday, and, uh, you know, if you guys want to hear, like, my longer thoughts, you can check out the Blackout Tips um, Saturday episode, our feedback show, but um, the thing that made me realize, because I've been trying to 
put into words because I've seen people talking about this and I'm, you know, I can understand people, I, you know, people I respect that are uh, typically white people um, who are like, you know, what he did was disgusting and they described the things he did to the dogs and how unforgivable it is and, and psychotic it is and stuff. And, and you know, I, I agree. It is very psychotic and I can actually understand the impulse to not want to forgive somebody uh, for doing something that heinous, right? Like there's shit that has happened that I feel that way about with, with certain people. Um, but the thing that I kept uh, that I kept coming to was like, but why is it like only white people feel that way? Right. You know, cause it's not like black people are unfor, you know, we're like, we're unfamiliar with this impulse of like someone getting off light. Why, when Amber Geiger gets out of prison in 10 years, if she even serves that, you know, black people are going to be like, fuck that bitch forever. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, like the same white people that'll be telling us she served her time. We're mm -hmm. going to be like, nah, we don't give a fuck if she, nah, that's not enough. Right. So the thing I realized was that as black people, we have had to swallow so much. Um, and we've had to forgive so many trespasses on our person, not on dogs, not on third party, on us. Like the, the same people that are celebrated as, uh, you know, the founding fathers owned us, you know? <laughs> and so for us, I think it's the indignation of white people pretending that, that it's not, um, that it's, that that they don't understand how we can overlook this, you know, like, because I'm looking at them and saying everything about you and your ancestors and your existence and your current people in office and all this shit is a bunch of, we've had to overlook it, you know? And so you can't swallow this for a fucking football player in a game no one's going to watch in an honorary position that no one cares about. You can't swallow it even a little bit for that. But every day, black people got to swallow this shit because we work with you racist motherfuckers. We, your family voted for Trump. Your, your, your ancestors fucking enslaved us and brutalized us and lynched us. And y'all held parties and shit. Every fucking day that I take a breath, I got to swallow a, a little bit. You know what I mean? And y'all can't even do it for a fucking football player. Like, well, who cares? Well, that's, the that's thing. where it yeah. comes from. Well, that's the thing that I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even go down this route when I was on the Facebook page. I was like, it's too much. I'll save for the podcast. And the route was every time a person, a white, mostly a white person, would come in and say, "Oh, I feel this way about all life, and all life is pressed, blah blah blah." And in the back of my mind, I'm suddenly going like, "But you know that it's not. You right. know, you know that black life has never been seen as equal." to white life or even dog life to be honest like our ancestors as black people in this country were treated like cattle we were treated like property i guarantee you there was some slave master out there who cried more over his favorite dog dying than his slave and if mm -hmm. he cried over his slave it was because he was losing money not because he actually had some feeling of a human life dying and so right. when i hear white people go oh well all life is precious and i feel this way about anybody doing this i'm like you guys can't even acknowledge that you know that that equality that you're you're starting at a level of equality that does not exist. The level of equality where we've gotten to the point as a society where we can say that yes, we've treated all all human beings equally 
Now we can start treating all 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 animal life equally to that. We haven't even gotten close to that that level. So to sit there and form your mouth to say that to a black person, it's ridiculous because you don't feel that way. You know you don't feel that way. You know you don't see that same reaction to uh, you don't see the the visceral visceral reaction I saw to people uh, uh, about Michael Vick, which. There's still some debate on whether Michael Vick himself actually killed any of those dogs, by the way. You know, didn't you want to go down that route of, right? Like, I think the only corroborating evidence that, that Vick did that came from the two uh, uh, the, the two guys that, that, that were first arrested, his two friends that were first arrested and then flipped evidence on Vick, right? So there's really actually even no evidence that Vick himself actually strangled those dogs. But let's just say he did. We are nowhere near. Like you don't do that same thing for th- during that same week. There was there was the um the articles about how another kid died in ICE custody in one of those cages, like because I think that it was um didn't get the flu medication. The uh, ICE was d- denying uh, giving these kids their flu vaccinations, so he died. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see that kind of level of vitriol that they shot at Michael Vick. For the ICE agents, or for Darren Wilson, or any of the cops that kill innocent black, you don't see that 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 same level of intensity is never matched there. And so I'm like, right. you're, it's not equal. You know, it's not equal in the back of your mind, but it's it's more palatable for you to put yourself in that situation. Like, if it was my dog, I would feel this way. You can't. You don't feel that same level of of connection when it's a black kid like Tamir Rice shot dead at a park. You don't yeah, have brought, that same connection. They brought people on TV to like debate George, the merit of George Zimmerman killing Trayvon Martin. Like, it's just I think the like I said, t- it's not necessarily because I, I get why white people think they're not being racist because oh, they're it. like they're like oh I don't uh, you know with Ray Lewis I wasn't feeling this way he's black uh, Ray Rice I didn't I mean he's black and I didn't give a fuck if he plays or not it's the dogs and it's like. Yeah, it's just it's just the slap in the face of right. y'all do have the capacity to carry this kind of energy, mm-hmm. but then what do you reserve it for? Only this nigga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if uh, again, if 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 white people had the same energy that they have for for Michael Vick for their own family members that voted for Trump or were racist or any of the other stuff. Oh, racism would be eliminated at this point. It'd be over. Mm-hmm. It'd be over. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't be where we are as a society right. if they right. felt this way about any right. other infraction. Like they just, right. the, even the way they feel about like Trump. Some of the same people that are mad at Mike Vick, I watched them while he was being racist talk about how fun it would be if he became president. And these are liberal white people. These aren't your fucking like, you know, oh, supposedly you know redneck racist white people like. It was it was a fun time to them. They just don't have, and that's and that, I think more than anything, the most insulting part is that it highlights how different the black experience is from the white experience in America. Still, because Great. you, I, all, almost all black people feel about the same way about Mike Vick, which is, yeah, that was fucked up. But people do fucked up things and get to continue to live all the time. Right. And white people are like, not this motherfucker. Petition, petition. I'm sick of this shit. 
uh, and and it's just weird, man. Well, they won't. They won't. They won't even educate themselves. Like there were so many of them. There's so many of them that got basic facts wrong. Some of them were like, he shouldn't be able to play and get money. I'm like, yo, he hasn't played in the NFL in a long time. He's not probably. He's probably not getting paid for this either. So one, calm the fuck down. There's that, and then it it was just like, um, you know, they were getting things like, uh, he never paid for this crime. He never did this. I'm like, well, he did, um. He actually he actually was convicted of on a state charge of dog fighting. He served a suspended sentence, yes, but he did get convicted of that. He did ha- he was charged with that, um, and and then none of them had any clue of what he's done since then. And that was the thing that got me. It's like he has spent ten years or more since then trying to um, trying to atone for what he did. It's the same thing that we we swear up and down we want people to do. And it's something that you don't see all the time. People are like, well, I would never forgive this person. I'm like, well, like, I would never forgive and let go of what R. Kelly did. I'm like, yeah, because R. Kelly is a, a, a pedophile who has not, who claims he's not and, and is, you know, has not changed any of his ways. Like, none of the people they, ma- they, they make mention of have ever done the level of effort that Michael Vick has to atone and, 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 and change his life around. Like, they never mention somebody like that. They never, well, you guys would never forgive George Zimmerman. I'm like, yeah, because George Zimmerman's still being a dick. He's still a racist Correct. dick. Like it's like, give me an example of somebody who's done what Michael Vick has done since this time to try to atone for this. You know, yeah, and then the other thing is when they factually wrong, they don't change shit. Because nope. like one person said, he had never uh, apologized or admitted any mm-hmm. uh, like wrongness and said he wouldn't change anything. And I'll just link like it took like one second to find an article. It's like. Here's his apology. Here's his work with the Humane Society. Here's, you know, I'm like, just, just well, say that you can't forgive this, and and I and I understand because there's shit I can't forgive, but understand that like, you know, you don't got a lot of me. Like, like I'm not actually looking for these white folks to like come clean about the truth is, because they they're never gonna do this level oh, yeah, of work yeah. where they understand that it's a racial issue. You know, they think if they forgave Mike Tyson and Kobe Bryant, then they're not racist. So why are y'all acting like I can't hate Michael Vick, you know? Uh, So it's just, to me, I'm not worried about whether or not they get there. It's just more of insulting the fact that, you know, our lives are so fucking different. They will never understand where I'm coming from. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. And like I said, and I also hate the dime store uh, psychologists. Who come in and was like, well, you know, uh, killing animals is a sign that there's... I'm like, okay, listen, I understand that you guys listen to a lot of the last podcasts on the left and that you watch a lot of Criminal Minds, but that does not make you... That, that is not how that fucking works, all right? That is not how that fucking works. You guys need to stop that. And it's just so funny to me to see <clears throat> how much people will believe... It's like that law and order thing of like, well, I'm not a lawyer, but I watch a lot of law and order. And I'm like, mm, yeah, not the same thing, guys. Not the same yeah, thing. y'all like... That white people race horses until they have to kill them. Like it's right. not like they. It's just weird. It's like I said, man. It's it's more frustrating than anything for me. It's like like y'all know that this is bullshit, but y'all y'all keep thinking you're so righteous because you can hide behind these fucking dogs and be like, you know, whatever. And that and that's the other thing. I don't really want to defend Michael Vick because right, what he did was really fucked up. Right. Like. I, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I don't. I'm not trying to be one of these like it's no big deal, motherfuckers. Like, no, nah, that's pretty fucked up. And right. you know what I'm saying? I probably wouldn't want to kick it with a dude like that. But at the same time, like, did we decide that you that motherfuckers get to be fucked up and play sports or not? 
Because it seems right. like we decided that shit a very long time ago. <laughs> right. Right. And we don't keep that same energy. And I think that's the thing for me. You have rapists, you have murderers, you have people that pop their wives up at the fucking forehead in the NFL. They're still allowed to play. They're still here. You had, you know, uh, uh, um, who was it? Uh, Rothenberg? Roethlisberger. Yeah, was uh, raped. And they were wearing his, like, jersey and shit like that. Like, the fuck is this? So They wore, they wore Ray Rice's jersey the week he hit his wife. Right. Or at that time, fian- well, I guess not even fiance, okay. really. Right. They wore his jersey and there were women. Right. Right. So, so, so that's what makes me, because, okay, I understand. And, and, and this is the thing that's frustrating and why I, I don't want to have these conversations with them because you act like it ain't black people that own animals, that own dogs, that love their animals. You act like that group of people don't exist. They love the animals. They could say what Michael Vick did was fucked up, but he still. Uh, can continue on with life. and But they're like, no, he should never get another job. He should never work again. And for me, it's very as a black person, our relationship, our history and our relationship with dogs is terrible. They've been sick on us. They've tore us apart. Like, it, it, ain't, it ain't the fucking same if you go back through, through time and look at how animals, particularly dogs, were treated towards us and how we were actually treated less than dogs. So for me, when I see this other bullshit, I was like, oh, so you're telling me the life of a person particularly black people is less than dogs. So that's where my anger gets in that maybe that's the way I'm understanding. I was like, Oh, okay. You don't really care. And you love these animals more than you love a human being. And I'm like, that's my problem. I had, I had a couple of them actually admit that. I had a couple of them actually admit that. And I was like, you're proving my point here. Like right. you're a shitty person. <laughs> like <clears throat> you're a shitty person when you can admit that, you know, you actually do care for like, I, <clears throat> I love my dog. I love Max to death, but I'm like, He's still a dog. Like right. there are human beings out there. They gotta come first. That's just how it works. Like it I'm sorry, it just is. Like I think sometimes we get a lot of we get a we it, it it's been this thing that I think we've moved towards. I think it's, it's it's funny when it's said as a joke and when you don't think people actually mean it, but I'm starting to see that people actually mean this shit. It's how people treat their dogs. Like, I don't I love my dog more than I like people. And I'm like, ah ha, ha, that's funny. But I'm like, oh wait, no, you're serious. Oh no, no, right. you you need to be re socialized then because that's that's where you become a sociopath. That's when you become a psychopath, in my my opinion. When you start treating things that are clearly not the same as humans as being more important than that, then we have a problem. That's a problem with you. We need to re- reevaluate that self. It's like, yeah, man, pe- humans can be disappointing too. But yeah, I was bit by a dog when I was little too. Dogs can be dis- disappointing. Like, come on, yo. It's like that. That don't mean that the entire species is wrong. Like, you gotta you gotta stop stop that bullshit. So I don't know. Um, so we had that we had, uh, and, and the funny thing about the Mike Vick situation, it, it ties into this other thing. I'm not going to get too much in this other, uh, other piece here, but it's, it, it's kind of some, some situation where it gives people this cover, um, that, and they try to pretend like it's not, it does, it's not giving them cover, but it is. And that was, uh, JK Rowling's coming out and, uh, and officially, uh, she's been a turf for a while, but she's officially come out as uh being a terrible person uh for for trans individuals and trans rights like uh i don't have the whole background on what she did and i'm not gonna get entirely into that um but i was talking to bacon about this on on her uh, on their page and that to me is the bigger issue we're gonna have post trump it's a bigger issue we've always had but it's the people that you're going to have to, you're going to side, you think they're on your side because 
they speak truth to power on the the obvious things like Trump. But then when it comes to things like trans rights or just LGBTQ rights in general or or, or, or anti-blackness or things like that, and you start seeing their true colors in which they're they're not as bad as the super over the top, you know, right wing conservatives, but they're bad. They're, they're almost they're actually not even almost they're worse because they give people cover to basically go, well, you know, the way they said it was wrong, but they have a point. And there's going to be a lot of those, but they have a point people post-Trump that we're going to have to deal with because um, a lot of the focus right now is on the obviously super over the top. I mean, we got Nazis right now, right? We got Nazis in the White House, basically. Right. So that's obviously taking, you know, first president, let's get the Nazis out. Um, but then you got people like, like JK who um, has been on the wrong side of a lot of things over a long, like people forgot that she also sided with um, uh, Johnny Depp. She defended mm-hmm. Johnny Depp. And that should have been the end right there. I mean, and there were apparently some other things before that with her uh, being uh, anti-trans that should have been things, but getting more more focused. But uh, I guess this week, huh? She liked some tweets or something. Yeah. So her publicist came out and said, like, oh, she just had a moment of old people's moment. She liked the wrong tweets and they were all transphobic shit. Right. She also had some stuff with some Native American, like. Mm-hmm. People were saying like she appropriated a lot of Native American. Uh, stuff I remember that. Yeah, yeah. So I, I mean, I you know I do think when you're as big as she is to a lot of people, and I think you know our generation or our age group really just missed out on the like Harry Potter craze. Yeah. Not not all of us, but a lot of us were kind of like, I I guess y'all are into this now. You know, yeah, I so, guess it's a thing. The, the level of reverence that people held her up to, it I just never had a pedestal for her to fall off of. But clearly these things she's doing are, are terrible. And, you know, it sucks that so many of her fans are, you know, um, hurt by it. But, you know, that's who she, that seems to be who she is. Right. So I appreciate people coming out and, and doing that before the end of the decade. Just so you know, going a new decade, you know, new, uh, you know, new year, new, new us. So we can just leave them behind. Um, and she clearly believes this shit. Like this is oh, yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. thing where she seems to be confused. Like she, like I think even um, our boy Luke Skywalker, um, Mark Hamill, yeah, liked tweet, and then he had to go out and issue an apology and unliking the shit and be like, because he was like, I, I was reading the the first three or four lines. It seemed like it made sense to me. I didn't really understand mm-hmm. what the last line meant, but I went ahead. I just retweeted off GP. And uh, now that y'all explain it to me, I'm out. And I'm like, okay, now see, that's a person that you can work with because he fucked up, which things happen like that on Twitter all the time. You see something going viral. You're like, oh, no, I, I love J.K. Rowling. I, I want to stand with her. And, you know, I don't think they should have fired this woman who's a feminist. And then you find out, oh, wait, what's a turf? I, I What now? Right. Like, so I think that's, <laughs> you know, that's something that happens online all the time. And, you, you know, to me, that's the difference. You can work with a Mark Hamill who, if you've ever heard a podcast with him on it, he's admittedly an old man that doesn't know what the fuck he's doing all the time, <laughs> as opposed to J.K. Rowling, who seems to be like kind of unrepentant about this stuff. She's deliberate. I mean, it was very deliberate. I mean, this is like you said, there, there was some other stuff before with her liking the tweet. You can kind of get around with that. The Johnny Depp thing was always kind of bad, but people kind of let it slide. This last one, it was like, oh, no, no, you just came out full Sith Lord. You just, okay, there's no, we're not even. We're not even trying to pretend no more. It's like, all right, you know, 
all right, well, we know what it is. And, um, yeah, you know, it's it, I, that's going to be the that's going to be the big thing is watching. It, it always sucks, like watching your heroes, watching people that you thought, you know, were heroes come out and, and showing that they're 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 trash. And, and again, like you said, not willing to learn because she's had an opportunity to learn and she has shown an, a complete inability to or not even inability, a, a complete lack of um, um, desire to learn and grow. And that's the yeah. th- like you said, that's I'm the willing. thing, right? When you're when a person's unwilling to grow, like I said, you know, there's always this rush to quote unquote cancel somebody, right? Again, canceling is not real, but you know, if a person's willing to learn from their mistakes, then we can work with that. But if the person Ooh. is just going to sit there and dig it, dig their heels in, she dug her heels in with the 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 uh, Johnny Depp thing. Like she was basically calling, like it was so bad. Amber basically had to come out and basically like, no, didn't say it this way, but basically that's just lying. She don't know what she's talking about. Like Amber had to basically come out there and say that because JK was making it seem like, oh well, no, I talked to Johnny and he told me what's really going on, and you guys don't know the truth, and like she has some insider knowledge about it and how Johnny Depp was good. I'm like, yeah, but from what I hear about everybody else about from Johnny about Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp is actually a terrible individual. It's a terrible mm-hmm. human being. Like we all know this. Like this is not like it's, you know, in the middle of him having that, um, being sued for I think uh, physically attacking somebody on on set of one of the movies. I think it was the the Pirates of the Caribbean movie or something like that. It's like, come on, guys. Why why would you defend that person? And then you see what she did here, and you're just like, yeah, that's, that's just dangerous, yo. It's just fucking dangerous. So, yep. Um, um and the other part too is like. She made something that is bigger than her. It's like, it's it's, it's kind of reminds me of George Lucas almost. Mm-hmm. But like George Lucas is so woke in real life <laughs> that it's almost a shame <laughs> that he couldn't keep. You know what I'm saying? That his movies kind of like got were well, not good anymore. Like, like I, I, I feel bad. I feel bad when I be shitting on uh, George Lucas. I'm gonna be like, yo, he's not a good writer. He's a bad director. I'm like. But he's a good dude, though. He's a good dude. Good dude. He's a good dude. He is a like, good person. Good like, everything on paper is, is like, yo, Red Tail should be one of the greatest, <laughs> most, like, dopest ally moments uh-huh. in movie history. And we're all like, man, save this bullshit, George. <laughs> Just give the money to some black kids and get the fuck out of the way. So it, it, it looks like J.K. Rowling's almost the opposite, where right. it's like, she is out here being a piece of shit, but her, but, but the stuff she makes, like people are like, no, I love this. Oh, so sad. Right. I, I will say this, uh, and, and somebody else pointed this out. I saw this on Twitter, pointing out that they were really thankful that it seemed like for the most part that uh, the that what people took from J.K.'s writing in her in, in Harry Potter was lessons that she should learn herself, and that they, he basically taught them to love and and accept everyone. And that, right. like you said, it's bigger than her at this point. So that she's like, while she's turned out to be trash, those fans have kind of grown bigger than that, and and are basically able to sit there and tell her that she's full of fucking shit and move on from there. So, like you said, that's a that's a good thing. That's 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 a good thing to see. So, um, uh, speaking of things that are not good to see, and I I believe that Deepon was doing a. Unanimous decision today, and I, I asked him after the sh- we recorded Watchmen if he was going to bring this one type of topic up on the show, and I told him, he told me he wasn't, because he hadn't seen it, uh, but I know Rod and Karen probably have, and so he told me that he would direct people to, to come here and talk about this. Have you all seen the Antonio Brown video for No More White Women? 
Oh, I actually haven't seen it. Someone mm-hmm. sent it to me this morning. I hadn't had time to hit play on it. <laughs> it's not like a full video. It's like the behind the scenes shots of it right now. Um, I'm gonna let me shoot it to you, uh, Rod. Uh, maybe you can play it on your side. Um, okay. it's nothing really. I'm gonna shoot it to you in uh, in, in DM. Okay. Um, it's nothing really. There's nothing really to play like uh, uh, sound wise. I'm not gonna play it on the, the show. But Antonio Brown, first of all, let's just say Antonio Brown is full of shit. Like, I've never seen a dude go from, you know, being on top to to crashing as hard and burning as fast as he did, like like Antonio Brown in a long time. Like, like, bruh, what, what were you, what were you thinking? First of all, um, I, was he ever really on top? Like, I, rem- I remember, money. and it he was not money. a popular opinion at the time, but I remember being firmly out on Antonio Brown all season. And when he called that white man a cracker at work, I saw black people trying to throw him in the Colin Kaepernick oh, discussion. <laughs> and I was like, nah, this is different. And you can't support every black man. Okay. We can't, we can't really root for everybody black. I, I was out with the whole helmet thing. When I was hearing about this, this is what he was doing through the preseason. Like he didn't, he, he didn't want to wear the new helmets and stuff like that. And I was like, Hey bro, what are you doing? What are you doing? I was, I, the whole year, I was like, what if this is just a cleverly disguised uh, distraction from the fact this dude does never never wants to play football again? Because every move he's making is like the moves that people think Colin Kaepernick is making. Like, it's all <laughs> shit that just says, you know what? Football's not important to me. I would rather stay at home all day. I mean, with all them kids? That's the other right. thing too. It's like I don't know if he wants. That's the other thing too. I I don't know if he wanted to be home with all them kids and all that stuff either. So, but yeah. So apparently, because um, I don't with the woman that he was accused of sexual. That was a black woman though, wasn't it? That was a black trainer. Um, yeah, that was a black woman. So but I don't know. He, so where's this whole so no? Happened, I'm sorry, so what happened was his um his baby mama is a white woman and uh, which one he. Uh, one of his baby mamas. Okay, I had, I had to be clear because you know he got a lot of baby mamas. He accused her of cheating on him, and then went on Instagram or Twitter or something and put no more hashtag no more white women twenty twenty, and um, then I guess that's supposed to be the inspiration behind this video. Now, now that I know there's a music video, I it was kind of doubting that it was any of it's real. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, did he even get cheated on? Was this all promotion? Whatever. Um, that shit is crazy. I was looking over it with Roger. I was like, the fuck is happening here? Yeah, that video is r- ridiculous. But <laughs> everything about that has been ridiculous all year. Talk, talk. This is the part where he's on the he's on the table with this like <laughs> this fur coat with his chest out. Like, what are you doing, my nigga? What are you doing? Like, I don't want to hear anybody try to claim. That playing professional football does not c- cause CTE. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It's like it's not every player who's dealing with this shit. It's like he is. I the only thing that bothered me about all of this shit is that people were acting like he was some type of Machiavellian fucking like genius who had figured out the NFL. And I remember when he kept fucking up his check, people would be like. Now he's got him right where he wants. I'm like, no, he doesn't. Like this dude's about to not have a job. Like, like it's, it's like people. I, it was. I think it was first. Um, 
he was shitting on like Mike Tomlin and them, and then mm-hmm. he didn't play the last week of the season, mm-hmm. which I've never seen an NFL player do ever. And I was like, okay. And uh, oh, actually, you know what? I'll take it back. The first thing was actually uh, Ryan Clark on ESPN, who used to be a teammate of his, was like, this dude's an asshole. And the they the team was asking me about him or something, and I told them, uh, if you pay him, he's gonna be way worse of a problem than he is now and they went ahead and paid him and people call ryan clark a hater for saying that and i i remember on our sports show i was talking to justin because he was also like ryan clark's a hater and so was most of the audience and i said yeah but uh, let me ask you this what if he's right right like what if i said don't y'all all know at least one person where you're like hey you do know this dude's an asshole right and the last thing they need is more power and if they ask you about it are you obligated to lie? Are you obligated to not say something? Or can you be like, nah, this dude is a dick and I don't want to work with him anymore. So, okay, they pay him. This motherfucker then sits out the last, like, a uh, couple of weeks of the season. Um, never done before. Okay, cool. <laughs> then he gets traded to Oakland in the offseason because he swears he's not going to play for, the, for uh, Pittsburgh. Everybody goes to Oakland. Sorry. Well, Oakland was one of the couple of teams on his list of places he was willing to go. He goes to Oakland, signs a new deal that's an incentive-laden deal. But the what it is like, if you're not on the roster at the beginning of the season, we don't owe you shit. But he's a genius, guys. So, obviously, he's going to make it to the dead deadline where he gets some of the money guaranteed, right? No. Goes in the fucking training camp, says, I want a different helmet. They're like, the league won't let you wear a different helmet. Right. This isn't a team decision. It's a safety reason. He stops coming to practice until he can get a new helmet or whatever. They work to get him some type of helmet, but it's still not his old helmet. Okay, cool. I actually thought that one was a joke. Um, then the motherfucker gets um, gets his new helmet, comes into work, and uh, starts missing practice because for other reasons. Like at first, I think he fucked up his foot in the cryo machine. Yes. Right. Throws his fucking toes off. Right. Fucked his feet up in the crowd machine. Okay, cool. Uh, comes to camp or whatever anyway. Uh, stars missing practice and shit. One, the GM asking Mike Mayock, I think is his name, was like, yo, what's up with this? He calls that dude a cracker in front of everybody and threatens to beat him up. Okay. Part of the plan. Um, yo, yo. You the- see, you see, this is like, this, this, this is a part of, this is like either, this is like a, uh, um, uh, uh, a Roger from American Dad playing. <laughs> We honestly need a podcast based on what the fuck happened with this dude. He then goes to um, goes online and starts putting out videos and stuff, threatening the team, talking about he wants to be traded. He wants to get out of there. Um, Fuck that shit. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, You know, the uh, then it comes out that his contract won't be guaranteed. if He gets cut. He won't get his money. He's like, well, um, all right, maybe we can work together. We can figure something out. They cut him anyway. Um, now, before they cut him, there's a phone call where John Gruden calls him and basically ask, begs him, like, hey, man, can we please, like, work something out? And he's like, um, you know, uh, no, we can't work shit out. Like, fuck, you know, fuck y'all or whatever. But it ends kind of amicably. Where John Gruden, because John Gruden was treating the guy nice the whole time because he's the best receiver in the league at the time, and they fucking need him on the Raiders. Okay, cool. They end up cutting him. This nigga makes a video 
out of it and yeah. puts it on like Twitter and shit. I can't remember if it was supposed to be a Nike ad or what, but like they show him running out of the house when he gets cut, talking about I'm free, I'm free, and running in the backyard and all this shit. Like totally, and people go, part of the plan. What a genius. <laughs> he gets picked up plan. by the Patriots. And they're like, oh, he's in an even better situation. Now he's on the Patriots. Caesar hasn't even started yet. But, but, it's, plan, but it, what, it wasn't even a full, it was, it was like a one-year contract, though. It, was, it wasn't even like a full contract like he had before, so it was like you were getting like kind of less money? It was and definitely what, not a promotion. again, not guaranteed unless uh, you're on the roster for like every game. So now the contract's even less guaranteed than the fucking contract he was going to get. Um, and shorter term. <laughs> so uh, then he gets several rape, uh, like harassment and rape accusations. He's putting out text messages of him threatening people. He's threatening a woman who says that he harassed her via text. She's like, he, this guy was never a genius. So for him to put out no white woman 2020 as a video, but at the same time, he's been back and forth all, all season on. I apologize to the NFL. My behavior was out of pocket, blah, blah, blah. And at the same time, fuck the NFL. It's racist. Why Ben Boffersburg get to play? Huh? Like, that's what he's been doing all season. So this dude's nobody's genius. He's just a fucking idiot guy who may be suffering from the throes of some brain disease type shit or just was always the asshole that Ryan Clark said not to pay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you never get the asshole money, yo. You never do that. Mm -hmm. Because you do that, and then, like you said, you give them, you give you give them that power to kind of continue to be assholes. So yeah, no, I, I've only again, this is another one of those ones where it's like I've been watching it in the background, but I'm just like, yo, Antonio Brown sounds like he's fucking nuts, and I think everybody's gonna be okay if he just doesn't play anymore. And then as soon, and then as soon, all, and then then when it doesn't work out, all of a sudden, when the genius plan doesn't work out, it then becomes he's the victim, and he still wants to play, and he wants to still come. I'm like, hey, bro. You guys said this one out. You're not coming back after this. Like, all the stuff you did and, and, and still is up in the air. Yeah, bro. No. No, dude. Like, they had to put him on the commissioner exempt list. They never do that unless you, like, beat somebody or something. Like, he's so, so unpredictable. And the fucking league is so weird. Someone might have picked him up if he wasn't on the list. I think oh, absolutely. Would've. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I saw that. I saw that video and I was just like, God damn it. Like, this is also what happens when you don't have anybody tell you no. Because, mm -hmm. like, I'm watching, like, he has a whole crew there. Like, there are, and, like, you can see the cameraman, like, snickering in the background to this whole thing. Like, it's just, oh, God damn it, man. If they filmed that dude, getting cut and running out his backyard celebrating those are not his friends <laughs> like that camera crew that those people who are around him are just not his friends he must be paying for the cocaine budget <laughs> just, <laughs> oh boy i just i can't i can't um speaking of uh some of the things we got here uh we're just got some random random, random topics here um apparently the price of sex has gone down um, Missouri church leader tried to pay for sex on Grinder with Arby's card. Oh, it's going way down. Yeah, yeah he just, has the meats. Yeah, he said, uh, uh, the article actually made that joke. It was like, he tried to lower the beefcakes with the meats. Mm-hmm. 
Now, my thing is this. Am I getting curly fries? Right. Is it that's like, like the only thing worth getting at Arby's. Right. I mean, first of all, like, what are you... What kind of what kind of sex are you getting? You know, uh, regardless of, of of your sexuality, what kind of sex are you getting with with Arby's? Like that's yeah, nobody, Arby's dick is not what you want. Nobody nobody wants an Arby. Like come on, like you you get better McDonald's. McDonald's is yeah, better. Ar- Arby's dick I mean, is like Arby's know. food. You know, if you're in a, <laughs> you're in a position where that's what you're gonna eat, you're desperate already. Right, right. It's just like, I mean, does it come with meth? Like, what? Like, what? What? What is it? Like, <laughs> come on. Like, a Missouri church leader allegedly tried to pay for sex on gay hookup site app Grinder with an Arby's card, according to a report, using the handle D D I L F. I wonder what that stands for. Uh, yeah. I hope. yeah. Dick, I dick, I like to fuck. I don't, I don't. Right, know. Where, where is he located? Is he Florida? Uh, this, no, they're not Florida. This is Missouri. So, uh, Barry mm. Cole uh, Pointer, uh, forty, uh, forty, uh, fifty-seven. I let him try to to bed hot college-aged guys by offering to pay for gas, clothes, and roast roast beef sandwiches. Police told the Kirksville Daily ah. Express. The Church of Christ Elder, who is also a professor at the nearby Truman State University. The bus after a student reported him and a cop went undercover on the app according to the paper. Why don't Pointer, you slide me some slide me some beef and I'll get you some beef slaughters. Right, right. You know, oh, no. you know beef for beef. This you know. Uh Pointer allegedly has sent the officer a message saying he would love to have a have a sugar daddy relationship. Then offered to fill up his gas tank in exchange for sexual favors on December third, according to the paper. If the young guy was willing, Pointer said he might he might throw in an Arby's card. Oh, oh. Might. oh shit, might. Wait a minute. But then you ain't no real sugar daddy. It depends so, on how how good this dick is. So, so first of all, thank you, Karen, because that's the that's the important part right there. You're not a sugar daddy if if it's might throw in an Arby's card. All right, like first of all. Like it, first of all, he's more of a horse, he's more of a horsey sauce daddy. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> what the fuck? Like you're not like this is sugar daddies don't go to Arby's. First of all, all right, and then yeah. the might I he might the one like at Arby's. Sugar, sugar free daddy. So yeah. so basically the, the Jamoka the Jamoka shake daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I don't even know. Like, what are you? So you're not even really. Uh, you're not, he wasn't even really paying for Arby's cards for sex. He was paying for gas for sex. Like, this is what? Uh, Pointer was greeted by officers at the gas station where he tried to flee, um, according to the papers. Now, this I would love to see. I would love to see this 57 year old man trying to flee the cops. Uh, when he was pulled over a few blocks away, he allegedly tro- told cops he was not doing anything with a minor and was only trying to help by offering gifts to men on the app. He was charged with patronizing <laughs> prostitution and faced up to six months behind bars. Uh, Truman State has suspended Pointer. He, uh, it wasn't immediately clear if he was still in his leadership role at the Church of Christ, uh, which has made homophobic comments in the past. Of course they have. Of course they have. Of course Church of Christ has made homophobic comments in the past, and one of their elders was uh, trolling a gay site for sex. Of course. I'm not surprised at that at all. But, um... Come on, man. Arby's card. This, I mean, you can. Least... Like, that dude being caught on a gay site is like catching me in an Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I got the, all the shit you done talk. Right. You up in right. trying to get something to eat? Fuck you. Oh my god! Like, hold on. I gotta. I gotta see what's actually on the Arby's menu. Cause that's a, has. Have you guys been to Arby's? 
I've been there before. I, beef yeah, and cheddar. Haven't been in years. Just a regular uh, roast beef sandwich. Chicken cordon blue, big ass yeah, sandwiches. Roast beef supreme. Biggest fucking sandwiches in the world. Cause I don't know. I, I, yeah. I, I ate Arby's for the first time in years, like about um, maybe like a month ago, and I am not joking. I actually threw up. <laughs> like I threw up. I never throw up. I threw up. We were on the air. And oh I had goodness. to stop the show and go throw up. I was like, what the fuck? This is what I get. So right, it's like my body hated Arby's more than I did. Oh. So I'm looking at it, they have a garlic butter steak sandwich. Like I think like the names of their sandwiches and the picture look good, but I can you know but they're you, you can tell they're they're the, 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 the made up photos, right? So you're like, what does the sandwich actually looks like? Cause they can't like this. Yeah. And I want to know who actually eats at Arby's like that, and how? Because like you never heard of Arby's going out of business. You, there's always an Arby's around, but I never know like who's actually. I, I don't know anybody who regularly eats at Arby's. Like we were at never- work this week, and like the guys were obviously talking about going out to get something to eat, and they were like, "Oh well, you know." They always joke between either going between the the Lord's Chicken, which they, they, that's what they call uh, Chick Fil A, you know, just for making that joke, and then they got uh, Popeyes Chicken, right? And so they're going to get the Popeyes Chicken sandwich. But nobody, like, there is an Arby's around there, but nobody goes to Arby's. Who the fuck eats at Arby's? I've never seen a line at Arby's. Never. Never seen a line at Arby's. Yeah. But they're constantly putting no. out new sandwiches. They constantly put out new sandwiches. They're constantly running commercials. Those, those, and those natural commercials are not cheap. Like, there's got, like, who is, who the fuck eats at Arby's? It's like, you know what? It's Arby's and it's Long John Silver's. It's a drug laundering organization. <laughs> they doing something, nigga. Running numbers in the background in the hidden room, something. It's a drug laundering organization. They don't it's ever go out of business. Be. Everything around them clothes. Oh my god! I just saw I the think, picture I of think the if Ruben. You actually, go into an Arby's, you'll see people in the background with no shirts on, uh, uh, like bagging cocaine. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes sense. I just look at the Reuben sandwich. Like I'm not getting a Reuben sandwich at Arby's. I'm not doing that. I'm not putting my life in my hands like that. I only know one person that goes up for Arby's constantly, and she's a fan <laughs> of our she's a fan of our podcast. But she and also she is routinely the coldest blooded person when it comes to characters on the TV show. I don't <laughs> think it's a coincidence. <laughs> I just I can't do it, yo, Arby's. I can't eat <sighs> again. It's, it's Arby's and it's Long John Silver's. Because I'm just sorry, fast food seafood is just something that you shouldn't do. <laughs> it just I shouldn't, I shouldn't be able to do that, yo. I shouldn't. No, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, just no. I, I I can't believe they exist. And you're definitely not uh, getting quality sex if you're offering Arby's cards for 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 sex. Like, I'm no, just, you're not. Like, like what 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 what, what, what horrible. Right. What do you what do you just a tip for Arby's for Arby's sandwich? Like, what do you? I don't know what you get for that. I don't. Just the roast beef tips. Right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just feel like there's got to be, there's got to be some, some, some uh, there's a limit on some, some of the shit, yo. Like, wh- where, where, where's the line? With, the question with I always have is this. What do you do when you hook up with a guy on Grinder, and then shortly afterwards you find out he's like the local gay hating pastor? You know what I mean? Like, how do you even find that out? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a Criminal Minds episode or a or a Law and Order episode. I feel like that's like every, every, at least once a season they have that SVU episode. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Local. Uh, just show up. I, would, I think I would just show up and sit in the front pew at his church. And that's what, <laughs> just, at, just, at, like, just ad libbing after everything he says. Uh, asking to lay hands on you. <laughs> right. Yes, Pastor. Lay hands on like, me. Do not lead us into temptation. I'm like, that's not what you said last night. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Here's something uh, that we can actually give uh, credit to Trump for. I don't do this very often because um, we're going to talk about his, his impeachment in, in a second. But um, I want to say that I don't think this would have happened under Obama. We have to give credit to Trump where we're served. Um, U.S. government lists fictional nation of Wakanda as trade partner. Uh, <laughs> a USDA spokesperson said that the kingdom of Wakanda was added to the list of, by accident during a staff test. The department's online tariff tracker hosted a detailed list of goods the two nations apparently traded, including ducks, donkeys, and dairy cows. Uh, I like the idea that Wakanda exists, and then that 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 the that they would be like, take our name off of the fucking trade list. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no, we would never. Not America. We would never trade with your filthy ghetto piece of shit. Y'all are the real shithole country. I just have to say, shout out to whoever the black intern was who put that list together. Because <laughs> you know, you know, somebody was like, yo, A-A-O, add Wakanda to the list. Yo, yeah. yeah. It'll be fine. Nobody nobody will notice. And somebody did say, I'm going to. fired for not taking it back off before right. they, they finished it. <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> what the God. fuck is this? Two kilos of vibranium? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! They really did have Wakanda, but you know, you know, somebody did that shit. And shout out to them for that, yo! You, you are the hero of this year. We needed that joke. We needed to put that in there because, God damn it, why not? You know, that was. <laughs> uh, let's see, who was it? Um, uh, it was uh, a software engineer spotted it. They said uh, when he first saw it, Wakanda, he got very confused. I thought I misremembered the country from the movie and got it confused. <laughs> <laughs> After the listing was removed, the USDA spokesman, uh, spokesman told the Washington Post that the Wakanda listing was added as a test file for staff and was never supposed to be public. The Wakanda information should never should have been removed after testing and has now been taken down. After its removal, a Orlando-based reporter asked, so do we or do we not have free trade with Wakanda? Also, where are the things at on negotiations for Wow. Uh, 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 oh man, you gotta get the. Uh, oh my god, you need to, you need to, sometimes you need that, yo. You need sometimes you need you need that. Sometimes you need to just because our government's so incompetent. We need we need to laugh. So I appreciate the fact that um, yeah, I appreciate the fact that somebody threw Wakanda in there because again, you know, again, it had to be somebody black because there's, there's so many other nations you could have listed there without putting Wakanda in there. So. Shout out to whoever you are out there. You did a great job. Yeah, we, didn't get, we didn't get Latveria or Zamunda. See, Ooh, that would have been another good one. Been a great one. Yeah, both of those would have been great. I really would have appreciated that. So, um, let's see here. All right, so let's talk about this before we get. We got. Uh, I got a great morning to white privilege, and I got two. Do you even sci-fi bros? Before we got out of here, let's just talk about the the eight hundred pound gorilla in the room. Uh, so Trump was impeached. Uh, by the house uh, again, I I completely miss that all that shit because I just had other things to do. 
Um, and so, um, yeah, that's where we're at. Trump is now, I think, what is he, the fourth president to be impeached? I th- wait, Nixon wasn't impeached. He was going to be, but he resigned first. So the third president to be impeached. Um, here's the crazy thing to me. Trump is impeached. I still put him at 50-50 at winning the election next year. At the very Agreed. That's how crazy this shit is. <clears throat> Trump could I I have such little faith in in the voters of this country right now that I still think that Trump could be the first uh could be could be impeached and 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 get handily reelected. And not like a not like a you know uh, um a, a a Clinton and this isn't like a Clinton type of uh impeachment, right? Like this motherfucker is like he is a huge fucking criminal, and everybody knows. Like they just released, in, uh, I think, uh, another uh, more evidence of his call with Ukraine, uh, and when it came out, and, and when he had kind of you know, you know held the the aid for them above their head to kind of get them to do his bidding. Um, it's still a good chance that he could win. Like yeah. that's the that's that's the comment. That's the quote unquote joke. Like there's nothing else. Like. He can still win easily. I I don't have a lot of confidence in who we have left right now uh, in um, the Democratic uh, primary selection right now. Um, And and that's mainly because, like, the election cycle for for primaries for Democrats is way too fucking long. It is way too long. We should have been yeah, voted I actually by appreciate the fact that we got so many people in there right now because when it when it was just Clinton and uh Sanders, it felt like the the entire like two year long ordeal was just mm-hmm. an erosion of goodwill towards Hillary until you know she was you know they basically at least made it seem like she was just this completely unlikable, terrible candidate. I'll give you uh, that at least yeah. like, they can't concentrate until the last fucking like however many months because because it seems like people online are divided because they hate everybody right you know what i didn't think about it that way that is a good point having more candidates divides the hate almost even if it's not equally it divides it enough like they universally were trying to hate at the same time was kamala harris and she legit was just like man i'm i'm too good for this shit all right y'all hey (laughs) i'm gonna head out Yeah, she's like, yeah, she's like, okay, y'all clearly, I'll see you guys in 2024. And then that with all these other candidates being in, man, like, I can't specifically say one person that's the most hated. And each each person seems to have their fans and each one has their detractors. And even for the ones that, you know, like a Pete Buttigieg or or, or these fucking billionaires like Steyer, that you would think, oh, no, everyone hates them. There's always somebody out there that you don't expect being like, no, I don't have a problem with them. Yo, I I swear to God though, if I see one more Steyer fucking commercial, I am going to murder somebody. Rich, rich, bro. And we in North Carolina, so oh, we see right. him and uh, what's your boy no, from boy. New York? Oh, Bloomberg. El Bloomberg. That shit is fucking annoying, and they have no way of winning. They're not gonna win. It's just to put their name up there, so when twenty twenty four come, they'll probably go through the proper process god it must be so nice to be so rich man just throw away uh, just let me throw a billion away on a presidential run that i can't win right i have no intentions on winning not even qualifying to speak mm-hmm. 
not, not even on, not even on the debate stage. We're like, nah, <laughs> they, 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 they hit that T'Challa. No, we don't do that here. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll see you in a couple of ads, okay, guys? Right. Check the, out my commercials if you want to know my debates. What I debates? Nah, we ain't we ain't doing and, debates. And the thing is, people here so fucked up. I can see people actually writing them in. Oh no, that's the thing. It's like um. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, Donald Glover in his whole is like the creative director for like Andrew Yang right now. And I'm like, dude, are you fucking serious right now? Like, it's it is on brand. I'm not gonna lie, that's one of the more on brand ones I've seen so far. I was like, okay, Childish Gambino and Andrew Yang. I can, mm-hmm. I hate to admit it, but I can see that one coming. Like that, that I would actually be disappointed if that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> just because that just seems on brand for both of them. Um, but yeah, it's like. I didn't think about it that way, but you're right. It's like it's it, there's there's enough candidates here that by the time it gets time to vote, there's gonna at least be <clears throat> three or four, and mm-hmm. the race is gonna be sort of kind of tight, um, just because of the way that delegates are in, are, are allocated in, in the Democratic primary. So I the top three: Biden, uh, uh, Bernie, and um, Elizabeth Warren. Those are gonna be top three. Everybody else is kind of falling out. Like the whoever's in the fourth spot is always in the fourth spot until the media gets on them and it runs them out. Like so, right now it's mm-hmm. Pete. I heard uh, Amy Klobuchar is kind of coming up a little bit. They'll both be you know ha- hounded by um, the media enough to get them out. But like those top three, but as long as you have three there, you know the way that those 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 the, because of the proportional allocation of the delegates. There's a real possibility you can get to the end of the primary section, and this goes all the way to the convention. When that's gonna be ugly, that's gonna be yeah. super ugly. I'm just, I guess that's my thing. It's like I don't have the luxury because of how bad Trump is. I don't have the luxury of just enjoying the election process, going like, "Huh, all right, cool. Let's see who it is, and we'll go from there. Take it from there." It's just like I need y'all to all just. Can y'all just all come together and decide who's going to be president, who's going to be vice president, who's going to be like I don't know, secretary of state, and just call it that, call it a day, so we can get out of this? Because I just I don't I, I I we can't have Trump in office anymore. We can't. I'm like that that Asian dude in that Godzilla remake. Let the them bite. fight. Let them fight. Yeah, because I don't care. Yeah, I like it. Like it's like the amount of relief I've experienced this this cycle because it's I been so much more peaceful. I'm no longer engaging with these motherfuckers. Like oh. <laughs> I lost so much respect for people in 2016 that same when I see them pop back up with their like this time I'm gonna do it different or I'm like I don't actually give a fuck what you do. Right. I did. You were wrong in 2016. Um. I was right. No apologies. And I, yeah, I don't see anybody apologizing or admitting yeah. that they were wrong in 2016. Yeah. So don't waste your time voting. Yeah. So fuck y'all. Like I'm good on all of this shit. I'm I'm gonna yep. be over here chilling and voting for whoever makes it out of primary. And I'm not fighting over any of your candidates because I would happily vote for any of them over Trump. And I'm not over exaggerating when I say that. Right. It's just simple to me. It's anybody but that nigga. And when I said that. I meant that, like y'all don't understand the the piece in the part of where we where we agree on ninety nine point nine percent, but we're gonna argue about the one percent of shit we don't agree on. Get the fuck out of here! Oh yeah, uh, no, trust me, it's also been good on that one too. I'm just like, yeah, no, people people come back. Uh, it was something I can't remember who I was talking about. I was bringing up just um, that once again uh, that Bernie Sanders hasn't learned anything in his uh, he campaigns, and he was uh, with his uh, uh, his 
uh, endorsement and then taking away his endorsement of uh, Sinek, uh, who is running in that uh, can, uh, that that uh, Congress race, congressional race in, in in the California. And I brought that up. Somebody comes was like, "Well, who are you? Who, who are you supporting?" I was like, "Nobody." <laughs> I was like. Bro, you you're going down the wrong place. Like, I I hate everybody. Just tell me who to vote for at the end. Like, I don't care as long as it's not uh, no, as long as it's, yeah, I'm not the enemy. I'll even vote for your guy. Just leave right. me the fuck alone. Right. It's like, well, it ain't Tulsi. Uh, that that's the only one I uh, that, uh you see yeah, somehow came. Tulsi. Yeah, come on. I, <laughs> we can all agree on that one. I I have not run into any of her fans. So right. you know, I don't like. I'm sure they exist in the bot space online, but mm-hmm. I turn my I turn my quality filter on. I don't, I don't even see that shit. No yeah, more. yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's my thing. I was like, hey, listen. I can point out how all of them are wrong. It doesn't matter. Like you guys know how I feel about Bernie Sanders. If Bernie Sanders turned out to be the fucking nominee, I'm actually, I'm actually quietly. I can say this on the podcast. You know what? We only got twelve more episodes after this one, so I'm gonna say it right now. I'm actually rooting for Bernie Sanders. Quietly, I am. We wanna know why? And I said that I said it with the, the best way in the world because when he comes into office and he can't do any of the shit that he's talking about doing because the Senate might still be might still be Republican. I can't wait to see all those people, the, you know, uh, uh, what is it, um, uh, uh, us, not me, or whatever the fuck their little thing is. I can't wait for all of them people to be upset and crying over it and be like, why can't he just make turn water? In, uh, why can't he turn water into wine? I'm like, because he was never Jesus. Free, free college, free health care, mm-hmm. everything he said, you know, everything, drugs, legal, like. Mm-hmm. He gonna make it happen with these uh, presidential decrees, and no one's gonna disagree, guys. Mm-hmm. It's like, all right, well, we'll see, guys. I hope you get what you want. Yep. I mean, what's the worst thing that happens if you're wrong? Yep. Yeah, that, that, that's my thing. I was like, I'm gonna be the right. ones mad, not me. Not the same me. way y'all got mad at Obama, and I wasn't because I was like, nigga, this is what he said. <laughs> right. Exactly. He said he was gonna do. Yo, that's the thing with me. It's like people go, it's like, yeah, he's like, well, you, you don't understand. Like, I was saying somebody who was like uh, a Bernie supporter now going like, well, yeah, you because know, Obama gave me so much hope and all of a sudden I'm like, so you're now giving your hope to somebody else who also has no record of showing that they can. All right, bro. Hope, hope right. you know what? Hope it worked out for you, man. Like, I just, after, after, after 2016, man, I, I have no... I have no faith in the in the voters of this country. You just saw what happened overseas too, in in in, uh, in, in, in the UK. So I'm like, man, dude, Chris, that dude is a fucking split image of Donald Trump. Like I seen something where they were side by side. I was like these niggas look alike. What the fuck is this? Here's the thing: when you spend less time on Twitter <laughs> and you start seeing people, like I'm just saying, like people, if it was on Twitter, you know, a Boris Johnson and them would have been. Been ran out of the UK, but guess what? It's not Twitter. So I'm just saying, people get all get 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 say all these things because they've surrounded themselves in this bubble online that makes them feel like there's more support for certain things than they think. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like I said, it, it it all comes down to like the things like you see with like it all comes full full circle, right? Like things that Bernie Sanders or Elizabeth Warren. Or some of these, you know, the more progressive policies that, that, that some people want on the left want, they're all sounding great. But there's a difference between having things sound great and them actually working. Because, you know, people will agree with you, but then when you start seeing things like, you know, we talked about the, like Mike Vick, right? All these people that are supposed to be left leaning and about criminal justice reform, and then you see how they react to somebody like Michael Vick. You can see that 
their words don't match their actions. When you see somebody like J.K. Rowling, who you think is this super liberal person who's always fighting against, you know, truth to power and stuff like that, and she's a turf, right? It's like you you don't know. Like it's it's one thing to have people say that they want these certain things and the, and the say it online and and show polls that say that people are ready for this kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, okay. Like people were saying, a hey, poll show that people want Medicare for all, and I'm like, yeah, but like. Polls also show they wanted universal health care back in 20, 2009, 2010, and um, we couldn't get it through Congress because those same people that wanted that also believed in death panels. It's like mm-hmm. like the same people that – like it, it's crazy to me that so many people um, don't want to admit that um, Russia had any, um, any influence in the, in the 2016 election. And I'm like, but you know what that means. It doesn't mean that like Russian hackers came in and forced you to vote against Hillary Clinton or forced you to or change your vote or something like that. It's it's influence. It's changing public opinions. It's changing a one. It's that thing of uh, the episode of Rick and Morty that, uh, that where, where he it's like he brought down the Galactic Empire by changing the one to the zero. Is that kind of small shit, right? When you do something like that and you set a domino effect off, it's like we had that well before you know. Um, 2016 election, you need to see it during 2009, 2010 with the the debate over health care. So many people fought against, so many, forget forget the politicians, we always focus on the politicians. So many everyday Americans fought angrily against universal health care because they thought that it was going to mean death panels. They literally thought they were going to round up their, their old folks and put them in homes and kill them and things like that. Like, the American people are dumb and are easily swayed by these things that seem ridiculous. So you have to combat that. So it's one thing when you tell people, oh, yeah, people want Medicare for all. But then once that once that um, that 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 campaign against these ideas comes out, once the the false information, the misinformation starts leaking out, you're going to see how things change on it. Suddenly happens all the time. You you forget, you know, Hillary Clinton had like a 60 percent approval rating. Before she started running for president, and then all of a sudden the disinformation campaign against her came. She was in the forty forties. It's like, you know, these things matter, and so that's what makes me nervous going into twenty twenty's election. It's like I don't care who's at the fucking top. It really at this point it doesn't matter. I'll take anything. I'll take every single one of them, uh, except for Tulsi. I'll take every single one of them because no matter who gets in there, you're gonna have to fight each one of them to get what they need because it's not going to just be them. It's going to be Congress. God forbid you get a Democrat in, in as president, but the Republicans keep the Senate. What do you do then? Nothing's going to move. Just like nothing's fucking moving and, now. And, and that's the thing that, that, that drives me crazy. And, and, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm not thinking about it anymore. We'll see. You guys got it. You guys got it all figured out. We're going to do this, you know, Great. I'm, I'm, I like the enthusiasm. Cause that's the other thing, too. I like the enthusiasm, you know, but I also see it as a lot of people get into these, these, these things where it's like, you know, Kamala Harris dropped out and her some of her fans are like, no, we're not voting for anybody else now. And I'm just like, stop that y'all, bullshit. y'all got to stop that bullshit. I'm sorry. Y'all got to stop that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, what's going to go ahead? That's the most frustrating thing to me, Chris, when I, when I look at it, and I really do think that last cycle with Hillary Clinton, it burned me, like, like just mentally and physically and emotionally just drained me that I'm like anybody but Trump. Like, I don't give a fuck 
what y'all do. Like now is the time to, you know, pick people apart and debate and all that stuff. But you fail to realize if you go down the same rabbit hole y'all did before, well, if my candidate don't win, I'm not voting. You do know the results are going to be the same, like, because you, you basically, I, I feel like I'm crazy sometimes because I look up like, oh, I just see a repeat of what happened before. And everybody thinks that I'm crazy by going, y'all behavior hadn't changed. So why would you expect a different result? No, it's the same. Like, I'm I'm really intrigued what happens with Elizabeth Warren because she's running, mm-hmm. in, she's running in third. Um, and yes, she has, I, I know she has a lot of black women supporting her, but and I, I, again, I don't say this online cause I don't want to get in, I don't want to even go down this road, but back in my mind, I'm thinking Hillary Clinton did too. Right. Chris, right. There was a lot of black women that supported Hillary Clinton and came out and supported her. A lot of black women who were actually on her campaign. A lot of the same things here. I'm just saying a lot of people are trying to make it seem like this time is different. I'm not seeing that right now. I, I just, I'm not. I, the only thing that's different here is people have lived with Trump for like four years. <laughs> and so maybe that'll, that'll kind of help a little bit because people realize that maybe he doesn't live up to the, the, to, to the hype there. But we'll see. Like I said, it's just, I just want it to be over. I want November, I want November 2020 mm-hmm. to come. So we're over and done with this because, oh boy, next year's when it really picks up. We start voting in the Democratic primary and then we get Trump voting. Oh, God. So. Anyway, last thing on this impeachment thing, I do hope uh, I've seen some people suggested. I think uh, um, Nancy Pelosi, which some of y'all need to, some of y'all owe Nancy Pelosi uh, some apologies, and you know I know you're not going to send them to her, but you should, you you, you do. Um, I've seen Nancy Pelosi hint at the fact that she might not send the impeachment inquiry to the Senate, knowing that McConnell and the Senate is not and not going to do, do about it. So, and I think that's smart because. Hold it there because, hey, maybe if the Democrats do win the Senate and let's say worst case scenario, Trump does win again, maybe you can still remove him. So I don't know. But like I said, I, I like the fact that nobody likes to give Nancy Pelosi your credit, but she she plays chess where everybody else plays checkers. So, hey, right. And the thing is that try to act like that woman is stupid. She's been doing this for a very, 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 very long time. And she knows how things work and how to play the game. It's not, it's not that she's perfect. It's not that every decision she makes might not always be the quote-unquote right one, but she does know how this shit operates. I always tell people, it's like, before you come over to Nancy Pelosi, I need you to go talk about Chuck Schumer doing nothing in the Senate right now. <laughs> Until that point, I don't want to hear anything about Nancy. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like, nope, we're not doing that one. All right, let's get this out of here. Uh, we got a great moment of white privilege. All right, so the last great moment of white privilege of uh, the decade, actually, of 2019. I know, when you say it like that, shit. Um, (laughs) Not a pressure. Right, fuck. I don't even think it's that great of of one. Maybe I should have found a better one. Um, (laughs) uh, Teacher accused of saying she wants to bring slavery back, placed on leave again. A Palmdale history teacher has been placed on uh, administrative leave for the second time in and uh, two months after students accused her of repeatedly, repeatedly making inappropriate racist comments uh, targeting Latino and black children in class. Um, students at the Space and Aeronautic uh, Gateway Exploration Magnet Academy said the teacher who has praised Tr- President Trump's border wall saying Mexicans should go back to their country and that she would bring slavery back. The teacher has not been identified also said that she would torture students and made comments about eating human flesh, classmates told, told school officials. Latinos make up the largest population 
in the school district, about 70%, followed by black students. Data shows. Um, uh, Ryan Beardsley, uh, assistant superintendent of human resources at Palmsdale School District, confirmed that Friday the teacher is on leave as offic- officials investigate. She was first placed on leave late October after students brought concerns about her comments to staff members. The school district ha- hired an independent investigator following the first allegation, and the teacher returned to school a week later. Uh, a week later, a week ago on December 13th, by Monday evening, however, administrators, administrators had received reports from parents that the teacher was again making her improper comments. Uh, Beardsley says the school district has hired another independent investigator. It just seems like maybe you just f- not hire the teacher. Right. Well, as long as they didn't uh, fire her, you know, because we would never on, want that. She's on leave. Definitely want to. Give her a paid leave again. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know, it's just you know, whatever. Uh, school officials said that appropriate action uh, said that appropriate action has been taken regarding the first investigation, but the details and results of the inquiry would not be disclosed because they are confidential. Employees are entitled to contractual rights, labor laws, and due process. Beardley said, "Teacher has been employed by the Palmdale School District for about six years and is tenured." Oh, well, that's nice. So you can tenured and you can. Hmm. At a news conference Thursday, students said that the teacher's classroom was covered in Trump memorabilia, including posters and mugs. Her assignments veer into political views. Students say, citing one example in which teacher asked the class to underline all the phrases that having to do with Mexicans, immigration, and Donald Trump in a news article about the Mexican border. Uh, it would be uncomfortable for me as a child uh, of an undocumented person to go in that class and suck, suck up all her words and her nasty comments. Eighth grader, eighth graders. Uh, Jocelyn, uh, 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 one of the eighth graders said during a conference, uh, imagine being an hour in that class and having to hear her talk about how we shouldn't be here and how we live off of white people's money or just stealing their jobs. Like, how the fuck is this woman still a teacher other than being white? I mean, fuck. Right? Yeah. And these kids are, they're, they're young. They're like 13. They're eighth graders. Well, good luck, you know, trying to bring slavery back. That's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a pretty big, big, uh, I, I can see why you would need some time off of work to try to work on that project. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, you know, you know, Trump's going to make her the education secretary after this, after this, Bessie DeVos leaves, because, you know, fuck <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's the, the great moment of white privilege, just the white privilege of being able to stay a teacher after this and just be placed on leave. Like, what the fuck? Like, I... I'm not, I'm not even surprised at this point. It just, yeah. Okay. So, um, all right. So, uh, we haven't had one of these in a while, and I have two this time. So, we're going to end this show with some Do You Even Sci Fi Bros. Oh, do we not have it? It's not playing. Is the music not playing? Ah, oh, there we go. All right, so we have two Do You Even Sci-Fi Bros. The first one, it's not really sex robots, but it's close enough. Bodybuilder Yuri Tolichuk uh, to wed his sex doll girlfriend after eight months of dating. Oh, so you date them. Okay. That's fast. Yeah, I know. It's just just a little bit soon. Like, how do you know that she's not trying to take advantage of you for your money? So I I just, I need Yuri to, yeah, I need need Yuri to die for your sex. I know. I'm just saying, Yuri, like. Come on, your body's a temple, man. Come on. Uh, congrats on order for Kazakhstan-based bodybuilder Yuri and his girlfriend uh, Margo, who planned to tie the knot after he proposed to her eight months to their relationship. Oh my God, he actually has a picture of her like in a bed with her. What did she coming. say? Did she say yes or? You know, 
I think she just had a. I think she just had her mouth open the entire time, was in shock. You know, um, oh, okay. probably really he, okay. He, he probably really like you know had to worry about planning that and everything. Yeah. You know, she's one zero 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 one zero. That's how oh. she responded. Oh, it gets better though. It gets better. Uh, the proposal comes after uh, Yuri took Margot to undergo cosmetic surgery to to undress some of the insecurities about her looks that arose when he showed her off during media appearances. She began to develop a complex, he said, for the New York Post. When I presented her photos to the world, there were a lot of criticism, and she began to develop a complex, so we decided to have plastic surgery, like literally plastic surgery because she's a plastic sex doll. Um, she has changed a lot, uh, he said. At first, we had a hard to accept, but I got used to it later on. Um, he literally did have her. This guy and Antonio Brown have the league right where they want them, okay? <laughs> this is a genius plan. That uh, it's four-dimensional so chess. It's, 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 he, he's it's, gonna come. Yeah, it's 4D Go ahead, go ahead, Gary. No, no, go ahead, Gary. He gonna uh, he gonna come home. She gonna be having a, a, a sexual relationship with Alexa. Mm. See, well, see, Karen. I think where your mistake is, you keep you keep referring to this thing as a sex robot. It's a sex doll, I believe, right? Yes, yeah, it's a sex doll. So, so yeah. So. This isn't even a sentient. This isn't even the one that that got the computer in it. Oh, so this is just like a doll doll? Yeah. Sounds like it. Just sex doll. Doll. Not a robot. Sex doll. The couple first met at a bar when, he, as he recalls, he rescued Margot from a young man who was treating her wrong. The two have been inseparable since, uh, ever since, what? even as Margot has tried to carve out a life of her own. Uh, uh, Yuri reveals she has recently landed a waitress job at a local bar. She can't walk by herself. She needs help. Oh, so so he spotted her across the room with somebody else who was bringing in there. I I I don't understand. So she was a used doll when he got her. Well, Karen, some people don't care about body count. That's very uh, superficial of you. Yeah, to even bring it, that yeah, up. Yeah, I'm just yeah. But but it's it's a doll. Well, I think we just need to get away from a lot of our puritanical views on sex, and uh, you know, I wouldn't call a woman gently used. So. You know, she just happened to have a few sexual partners before. Yeah, him, sex, that's fine. Sex, sex doll lives matter too. I'm just saying, sex doll lives matter too. Yeah. Actually, to me, more than dogs. Yeah. Like if he would, yeah, more than dogs. If Michael yes. Vick okay, would have okay, been killing sex dolls, I, you don't even want to know what I would be saying about that man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I totally agree. Like I, my views on Michael Vick at this point and forgiveness would have been totally out the window. Uh, if yeah. he had, if he had decapitated like you know Margot here, you know, because yeah. you know, what have they ever done to people? My my bad, I didn't mean to bring my robot misogyny. No, no, my doll misogyny into mm -hmm. the into the conversation. Mm -hmm. I appreciate you addressing it. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's very problematic of you, Karen. But I thank you for uh, actually recognizing that and stepping up. So, thank you on that. Um. So my next story, uh, do you sci-fi bro? Does involve uh cyborgs and robots. So. Um, the, the U.S. Army were, uh, worries that humanity is biased against deadly cyborg soldier, soldiers because of movies like Terminator. You're goddamn right I am, and I do not apologize. The U.S. Army is hard at work uh, imagining what human-machine uh, hybrids of the future will be uh, able to accomplish on the battlefields of 2050. But folks in charge of keeping America safe also have their concerns. Specifically, the U.S. Army is worried that humans are, are biased against deadly cyborg soldiers just because we've all seen Terminator franchise. It doesn't work out very well for humans. Uh, the U.S. Mm -hmm. Army released a report last month titled Cyborg Soldiers 2050, Human-Machine Fusion and the Implications of the Future of DoD. It builds out the most likely ways for human soldiers can be augmented with things like cybernetic ears, brains jacked into the internet. 
Uh, first reported by Vice, the report is a result of a year-long study to determine the potential of humans that for, uh, to determine the potential of machines that are physically integrated with the human body to augment and enhance the performance of human beings over the next thirty years. And while it's reasonable to assume that many of these things won't be a reality by 2050, this kind of futurism often creates a new avenues of thinking for military contractors who want to know what kinds of far-out-reaching technologies they should be focusing on. The report also includes some curious recommendations like making a case to the American public that cyborg, warfi- uh, cyborg warfighting technologies are nothing to be afraid of. You goddamn liars. Like, Yeah, um, I would believe this if it you know, was one of the good ones. Because that's the other propaganda I've been given my whole life. You know, it's not like all the cyborg killer robots are evil. You know, there's normally some good ones. Johnny Five, you know, um, Chappie. So we can just maybe get a malfunctioning one that Mm -hmm. happens to be having a crisis of conscience about whether or not they should kill. Then cool, we can keep those alive. Mm -hmm. And then the other ones that Mm -hmm. like to kill everybody have to go. There you go. Solve, problem solved. Nah, nah. You gonna need somebody to hack it, and all of a sudden you are gonna have a racist robot, and they just gonna turn all the black communities and brown people and just shoot us dead, and we're not gonna be able to do nothing about it. So I, I, I reject this. They always but, fight against their programming, Karen. We've all seen it. Yeah. But brown people didn't program, and white people did. I've seen Terminator. I'm uh, Karen. You're wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> Arnold would never hurt people. Yeah. What? Or racism. Yeah. This is one of those things that you also you also realize that. Black people weren't involved in a lot of this because it's just like, in when you when you wonder why why the American public would have a problem with this, um, you're 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 making this argument. You're you're wondering these things at the, around the same time that uh, Trump had just pardoned a a war criminal who was a who was a Navy SEAL who posed with the dead body of an uh, of a of a young boy he had killed. And all these other things going on, like you, you have these kind of things. We we hear all the stories of um, what was the name of the the sniper that uh, 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 Bradley Cooper played? Camera uh, name. American sniper. The American sniper dude. Uh, but I can't remember what yeah. the that's so, It's based off of a real guy. Yeah. People were like, yeah, he's actually a, a terrible, terrible dude. Um, yeah. like what was that guy's name? Uh, Chris Kyle. They're like, yeah, Chris Kyle was actually kind of a sociopath and psychopath. So it's like. When you when you say these things, and then you then you know that at this time we're living in a in a time when that military technology then creeps into our local police departments as well. Like, yeah, guys, or like, do we have torture and violations of the Geneva Conventions if the robot is programmed against it? Like, it might be a better soldier than ours, even. Eh. Like, well, you know, you know what the cyborgs won't be doing? Sexually assaulting people. Mm. So they'll just kill us. Yeah, I'm sure. So we might actually oh. come out ahead. I don't <laughs> humans in there. Yeah. Well, I think robots are better than humans, Karen, as I just illustrated <laughs> yeah, in the last story. We just talked about and a man. If Mike Fink would have been killing robots, mm. I would have had some problems. We just talked about a man <laughs> who had a glimpse of a doll from the from the corner having a drink with another man. So, I mean, you know, yeah. This- I just... Oh yeah, because we know how men treat actual women. It would have been way different. And, and, and to be fair, and, and I, I just want just, to just to correct you a little bit here, Rod, we're not talking about actual like full human, uh, full robots. We're talking about humans that are augmented with cyborg technology. So the human oh, is still there. What? Yeah, the human is still so so imagine like yeah. Oh well, nah. I'm, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I'm against enhanced 
humans, that's even worse than regular humans. <laughs> right, that's right. Right. Think about but think about all the racist cool. cops you can think of. Oh, yeah. So we're gonna go full minority report. Yeah, yeah. Think think about think about that racist cop from uh Queen and Slim if he had had right. cyborg enhancements, yo. Like that. Like, Woo! <laughs> much harder to kill. Yeah, right. Than a bunch of right. Ima- imagine <laughs> imagine imagine if they remade imagine if they remade Robocop, but it was like a actual like uh, a racist cop that was like what if, what if uh, Murphy was actually a racist cop that had gotten killed and and they rebuilt him as 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 RoboCop? Like, can you imagine that? Like, if it was Darren Wilson had gotten remade I as watched, I would have watched that movie though. Oh no no no! I'd watch that movie too. Like, like story- black, <laughs> black people having like the reverse Terminator kind of like black yeah. people having to deal with a Terminator that's just racist. Oh yeah, no, dude. What if what if we? You, you do RoboCop, but it's from the point of view of actual res, black residents of of Detroit, and they're like, no, 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 like RoboCop's not a hero. He's actually like he's the bad guy. And oh yeah, I'd watch the fuck out of that movie. Like they have to spend the entire movie, yeah, they spend yeah. the entire movie trying to take down RoboCop. Yo, yeah, fuck yeah. Uh-huh, that would be great. That's what the sequel to that that reboot need to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like, need to take down RoboCop. Yeah, he's racist. Like you know, it's just. You know? This motherfucker is killing black people at a at a rate that's just never been done before. We gotta take RoboCop out, put a fucking shape charge on his car. Mm-hmm. Imagine, Robots, yeah, or, yeah, it'd be interesting. Yeah, just dread with with cy- cybernetics, but also uh, super racist. Yeah, that bro, we gotta mm-hmm. stop that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we ain't doing that. We ain't doing this. So. Thirty seconds to comply, niggers. <laughs> <laughs> stop resisting. Stop resisting. Stop resisting. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yo, come on, man. Yo, this is see, but this is why they don't let black people make movies like this, yo. <laughs> <laughs> this might be this might only... Yeah, yeah. Niggers leave. I'm not gonna yeah. lie though. I'm not gonna lie though. Like let uh, what, Lindelof, who just did Watchmen, let him do a, let, let you know, let him do the let him do the sequel to, to RoboCop, yo. I'm I'm, I'm here for that, yo. I, I want to see what I'd he watch- does with it. At this point, I watch. I'd watch Lindelof if he said I was making Confederate. I'd be like, I'll give him a chance. I, I, I watch it. Let's give him a chance, y'all. Let's hey, just hear him out. <laughs> hey, look, this, this is another one of those ones. Yeah, this is another one of the ones I saw you you bring up, and I was like, we just gotta talk about this on the podcast. I ain't trying to say it online. I still kind of wanted to see a Confederate guys. I still kind of wanted to. Kind of. I mean, yeah. you just wanted. Now that we watch, <laughs> now that we watch sci-fi racism, I feel like uh, there's a lane there. I'm just, I'm just saying, I kind of. You know, looking at who was involved in that, I kind of wanted to, you know, mm-hmm. just let me hear it out, yo. <laughs> hear it out. Let me, let me let me see what let me see what you come up with. Um, oh God, yeah, but this is a terrible idea. Do, they, there's a reason why the American public. And if, here's the thing: if even white people can't get behind cyborg soldiers, then you damn sure. <laughs> come on, dog. White people get behind everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm more with fully ro- automated robot soldiers than I am with. Cyborg soldiers. That's totally different. I'm okay with that only if black people are the ones that could program them. Yeah, well, even if white people program them, they're not going to be able to pick us up. So, ah, that's true. That is. That is. There are no criminals here. Yo, like, it's, 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 a, it's an updated version of that Key and Peel skit with the with the yeah. zombies, but the top of the robots. Yeah. So, you, so you just got terminators walking around, and you got the black people in the car going, oh my God. It's like, wait. They didn't see us. What's going on? Oh no, we good. We black. They can't. White people didn't. White people didn't program because they can't pick up black skin. So we we basically invisible, my nigga. 
shit. Actually, you know what? I'm I am down for that. Yo, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day. Yo, I was in a bathroom somewhere and I had to keep turn my hand over to use a fucking faucet because yes, it's like no, you fucking nuts. I had to do that at the Hornets Coliseum yesterday. <laughs> I was like, oh, that is right. It's, <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm black. I got to turn my hand the other way, yo. Oh man, I was like, ah. Oh. I need I, I need shit like that to be in movies, yo. I need that. I need them to be like, yo, it's like, are black people invisible? It's like, nah, y'all were just racist when you guys program these motherfuckers, so they don't pick up. They don't pick us up, yo. We just gotta we just gotta sit really still, like like uh, like the T Rex in um in Jurassic Park. <laughs> if you sit really still, can't see you. <laughs> oh man, I need shit like that to be popping up in movies, man. Because then, and then you're gonna, you're gonna see white people go, "That's ridiculous," and I just go, "But remember when the Connect first came out and you couldn't use your Connect if you were black because it couldn't pick up your skin?" Oh. Yeah, the way all white. Right, <laughs> right. I had to dress like I was a clan member to go in order to use my fucking Connect, yo. The fuck, oh man. Anyway. Um, Rod, Karen, thank you very much for joining me on this, uh, this, this last insanity check of the decade, the last insanity check of 2019. What do y'all have coming up for you guys? Oh man, just, you know, we're just going to be doing the show, man. So we appreciate you having us on and, uh, thank you, man. And this has been a great, been a great decade of being a fan. And, uh, you know, know. we've known you for a decade, have we? Yeah. Yeah. And I know we'll be back on, um, I know we'll be back um the one of the twelve guest spots. Oh yeah, next absolutely. year for sure. Oh absolutely, definitely got to get you guys in there. So, um, and, uh, and of course I have to invite you on our on our show yeah. now. Now that you, you won't be uh, you won't be on all the time. I have to I have to I have to remember like every once in a while to to I always forget that I can invite. <laughs> uh, Chris onto the regular show just well, to talk shit. Because so you know what, we sure. talk about everything else so much all the time anyway. It's, so it's like sometimes you just kind of you kind of forget. You be like, oh shit, I haven't been on the show in a while. Oh shit, we haven't done yeah, this in a while. A lot of the shit is stuff that we don't want to talk to our audience about. We just, <laughs> right. We're gonna be like, nigga, you see this shit? That's right. it. Yeah, right. Right. In the chat. Yeah. Right. We just be like. Yeah, and then, then you get on the show, you're like, yo, we can't talk about that. Can't talk about that. Don't bring right. that shit up. We can't talk about that shit. <laughs> don't bring, don't bring that up. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about that. That's still hush hush. We ain't doing that. And so, yeah. Uh, no, but uh, again, I, I, I really do appreciate you, you too. That's why I wanted you guys to get on this show today. Um, it's been great. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Thank you, everyone, for um, this 2019. We've had a great 2019 on the MTR Network. Um, so a couple more things coming out. Before the end of the year on MTR Network, I know Deepom and I have a poll list and we have a mailbag coming out. Stay tuned for that. Uh, we also recorded already this weekend our uh, the last three uh, the review of the last three episodes of Watchmen, so that'll also be coming out this week. So stay tuned for that. Um, and again, thank you guys very much for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe MTR Network. Um, and also, probably after Christmas, uh, if you're if you want to be a premium member, and you're not signed up for premium. I will uh, be probably running another sale for premium uh, towards the end of the year, probably from Christmas to the, the to the new year. So probably be taking 20% off of uh, quarterly and yearly um, uh, subscriptions. So just stay tuned for that. Thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, until next time, we're out of here. Peace.